It's Richard's Famous Food Podcast! Jump into the ground! So this is what happened. I I grew up in L.A. and I love Shakey's. This is Fernando Lopez. I don't know if you've been to Shakey's. Pizzeria. Sure, I've been to Shakey's. Ah! Probably mostly after Little League games as a kid growing up here in L.A. If you've never heard of it, Shakey's is kind of like the quintessential family-friendly franchise pizzeria. A little bit like Chuck E. Cheese. Because it has arcade pizza. Fried chicken, pitchers of soda, the famous Shakey's Mojo Potatoes. But Shakey's was more of a restaurant and Chuck E. Cheese was more arcade. Mm. When you went to Chuck E. Cheese as a parent, you knew you were going to spend more money on the games. Shakey's just had a lot less games, so it was cheaper. Plus, you know, like if you go to Shakey's, it's very Hispanic oriented. It was like a bunch of, you know, people that look like me in there. I love Shakey's. And when you ask Fernando why he loves Shakey's so much, he'll tell you it all goes back to a single television commercial from his childhood. There's this iconic Shakey's commercial. There's a family of Shakey's and they're all having fun playing games and eating pizza. And the kid goes up to the grandma. He says, Abuelita, te guardé el último papa mojo. And the, the abuelita's like, ah, gracias, mijo. Translation? The kid's like, grandma, I saved you the last mojo potato. Te guardé el último papa mojo. And the grandma's just like, oh, thank you, mijo. Ah, gracias, mijo. That's a tag. That, that, that's the part that, that everybody would laugh at the kitschiness, but also love. A little boy who saved the last Shakey's mojo potato for his grandmother. Aww. So when you go to Shakey's, you would get mojos and everybody would say that line. Ah, gracias, mijo. Like every kid knew those lines. This was almost 30 years ago now, but Fernando guarantees that if you ask any first generation kid who had Univision or Telemundo playing in the background growing up, which we all did, they'll remember these lines from The Last Mojo. Ah, gracias, mijo. It was like a meme before memes. Well, actually, Fernando, I hate to get technical here, but memes and the study of memetics have been around for much longer than the internet and social media. The term itself, meme, was coined in the 1970s by the evolutionary biologist Richard Dawkins. Dawkins' theory was more about how culture creates itself through the iterative transfer of ideas from person to person over time. Memes can be melodies, catchphrases, even clothing styles, not just animated gifs. But I suppose your point here is more about this tagline's humorous stickiness, like an ordinary word pronounced in a peculiar fashion, such as... Anyways. The point being, ah. back in the day, not everything made its way online. Ah. And now, this cultural icon from Fernando's childhood, this impossibly sticky schoolyard catchphrase, has vanished. <gasps> vanished? I've tried looking for the commercial and I haven't found it. I've actually, you know, I, it, it's been to the, to the point where I've actually viewed hours of um, Univision broadcasts. But you can find that on YouTube. You can find like hours of Univision that includes the commercials and it includes whatever they're showing. But I can't find that commercial. It's as if it never was. Never was. Hey, listen, if, if you're looking for a mystery, if you can find that video, I would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, did you say mystery? Yeah, I'm looking for a mystery, because I've got a podcast to make. And us podcasters, well, we like mysteries. Yeah! They drive the story forward. Hang on, Fernando, but I also need some kind of reason to go on this quest for you. So why do you need me to find this commercial for you, exactly? 
I would love to get a digital copy because I can't find it anywhere. Right, but why? Just to put on our on our Instagram. Oh, okay. Instagram. Kind of like as a throwback Thursday. Yeah. Dope. Welcome to Richard's Famous Food Podcast. Woodcast? Woodcast. beloved cultural artifact had disappeared and the only way to find it was through podcasting. Ahoy hoy! Park the third! Sounds like a case for P-Clay Private Eye! Not this time. This is a serious food journalism episode. Very well then. Ta-ta! Call today. It doesn't take a graduate degree in investigative food podcasting to realize memory can be a tricky thing. So, some 30 years on, did this Shakey's commercial really exist? Was it actually so beloved? And was the supposedly famous tagline just as Fernando remembered it? Abuelita, te guardé el último papa mojo. Ah, gracias, mijo. To start, I asked Fernando to connect me with a couple of friends who might also remember this commercial. Hello, Richard. Hey, Oscar. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Hi, it's Richard. Hey, Richard, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? I'm good, just... <laughs> yeah, it's so hot. My name is Citlalik Quijosa Osuna. What do you remember about this commercial? I remember this little kid, you know, obviously eating his papamoyos. And there's, I think there's fried chicken and the, the pizza, I want to say. It was a family gathering. And for whatever reason, the grandma was like either running late or she couldn't make it on time. The little kid, um, he was super excited. This kid was very adamant of like saving this like last potato wedge for his grandma, which I thought was the sweetest thing ever. Eventually, the grandmother shows up. And then um, he's like so excited. He's like, abuelita, abuelita, te guardé el papamoyo. Abuelita, te guardé la última papamoyo. And then the abuelita at the end, you know, says like, ay, gracias. Ay, gracias. But it just stuck with me, and it's something that I randomly I just think about. That quote stayed with us, like it's embedded in us almost, you know? I just randomly think about this commercial. You know, like I said, it's just going to be stuck with me for the rest of my life. Why do you think it sticks with you all these years later? A lot of times, first-generation kids, they want to introduce this to their grandparents, or even their parents, you know, if that's who they have around. I'm always, like, excited to share with my parents, like, new things, right, new flavors, I do see that, you know, that excitement of sharing something that you love with your grandparent that probably doesn't know anything about it. Right. Right. So the abuelita part was is super important. You know, we look up to our elders and that relationship between our elders or in this case, our abuelitas is important. You know, if we're able to have them around, you know, it's a love language like that, holding something for someone and, give, you know, giving it to them afterwards. Yeah. Do you think it's funny that like a Shakey's commercial means this much to you? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't rea- <laughs> I didn't realize how much it meant. And so now, like I said, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but you know what? I didn't think of it. So now how important it was for them to include us as a community. 
Shakey's for us here, like in the hood was a big deal for us. It was a commercial from a company that was very American and it included us in it. I feel like that whoever directed or did that commercial was a genius <laughs> in terms of like how impactful that was, you know, that we could still remember that commercial and it's nowhere to be found. So you've looked around for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I Googled it. I'm like, I didn't Google it. I, I found some forums like, you know, uh, talking about it, but I couldn't find the video. I typed in the quote. I typed in Spanish commercials for Shakey's in the 90s. Maybe I'm not trying hard enough. Somebody has to have it out there, you know? Oh my God, where is this commercial? I need to see it. Oh, so, so, so you're, you're actually trying to look for it as well, too. Then I'm not the only one then. Oh, yeah. I'm looking. There's some evidence of the commercial online, but it's scant. There's a single mention on a Reddit thread from a couple years ago, one in a Yelp review, and one on a Southern California Honda owner message board. Somebody says the tagline is in a tie for their favorite quotation on a Blogspot post from 2007. The other quote is Albert Camus. I rebel, therefore I exist. But no links. No images. Shakey's greatest deal ever. Which is strange because there are dozens and dozens of Shakey's commercials uploaded to YouTube dating back to the restaurant's early days in the 1970s. They're fairly tidily organized too, annotated by year, by region, by narrative. Many are in Spanish. Pizza, pollo, y papas mochos. But none of them features a cute little boy and his grandmother. None of them is the last mojo. Abuelita, te guardé el último papa mojo. Ah, gracias, mijo. My version of this commercial, a kitschy earworm from a local business, albeit one devoid of the kind of deeper resonance the last mojo carries, would probably be for local LA plumber Jack Steffen. Southern California. For plumbing and heating, you're the announcer repeatedly flubs Stefan's name again and again. Each time, Stefan breaks the fourth wall to correct him. Your man is Jack Stefanski. Stefan. Jack Stefan. When you plug the name Jack Steffen into YouTube, this obscure local LA television commercial from the 1990s pops up right away. And when I brought it up with them, Fernando, Oscar, and Zitlali all remembered it too. Jack Steffen. Jack Steffen. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember Jack Steffen. Same with Raging Waters, Larry H. Parker, but not the last mojo. These are more than just television commercials. They're portals to another time and place. The way the sunlight streamed into the living room of my childhood home at 10 a.m., where I found myself in front of the television set only on those days I was homesick from school. Our house before the Northridge earthquake. A cold pickle held in a cloth napkin. My favorite snack. Somehow, this Shakey's commercial had been seen and loved by many, but it never ended up online. Did its relative obscurity detract from its importance? For me, it underlined it. Of course, I knew the only way to solve this thing would be shooting the moon, finding a physical copy of The Last Mojo somewhere in the wild. No easy task. And I realized we had arrived at the point in the story where this supposedly insignificant mystery had been imbued with new meaning that would be amplified by my continuing to search with ever-increasing doggedness against seemingly insurmountable odds. I needed to search for more clues. I yearned to join the pantheon of the best podcasters ever. I... 
sorry, I fell out of my chair. <laughs> Anyways. Where were we? Okay, um, mystery imbued with new meaning. No turning back from the quest now. Have to find physical copy of the commercial. Best podcast episode ever. Okay. You know what? F*** it. Play the serial music. Do you have any idea what year this would have been? It was like 19... I want to say 93, 92, early, early 90s. I want to say it was early 90s. The early 90s. Got it. Can you pinpoint what time of day it would play? And do you know what the channel was? For us, it was channel 34. So it was Univision. Canal 34, which is channel 34. Univision. And we watch the novelas. Univision. All right. But I remember it always being on because it was like during Christina time. You know, like the talk show. Christina? Who's that? Christina was considered to be the Oprah Winfrey of Latinos. Mm. It was always like after school when they would play it. Okay. And that was around between three and four. And that's when they would play that commercial. Right. I love clues. Now recap. In the early 90s on Univision, round about three or four during Christina's show. That's when they play this commercial. This is a prepaid collect call from an inmate at Anyways. But when I reach Univision by phone, I'm looking for something that might be archives. What would that be? Uh, it was a TV commercial for uh, Shakey's, the pizzeria. Oh, we archive uh, the, our newscast, but not the commercials. Oh, okay. I realized this wasn't going to be such an open-shut case. Do you happen to remember this commercial? There's a little kid, a little boy, and he saves the last Papa Mojo for his abuelita. No, I don't remember that. Oh. Are you a Shakey's fan? No, not really. Okay, thanks for your help. I kept calling back to speak with more employees, those who were around when the commercial supposedly was airing. Were you around in L.A. in the 90s? Um, I was. I worked at Univision in the 90s. I, I've been with the company since 1997. No luck. I don't have any recollection of anything like that. Uh, no, I don't. I don't recall. <laughs> I even found a Christina Show archive at the University of Miami. This is our bread and butter. This is what we do. Nobody had a copy of The Last Mojo. Thank you for making the time. Sure. Bye-bye. When I checked in with Fernando, I got some more bad news. He had called Shakey's directly to ask for a copy of the commercial. Something happened. They explained to me, like, in the transition of digitizing things, it was on a VHS and it got lost, so they they don't even have the copy. I had to confess, I was feeling a bit out of my depth. Hello? So, I called somebody who could help me out. So, uh, I'm Patrick Lowry. I, myself, am a huge collector and have a massive Laserdisc, VHS, and DVD collection. And say what you do? Uh, I can't say that. Just for privacy, basically? Yeah, yeah is a famous movie director. Suffice it to say that Patrick got a job working for him because he's really, really good at collecting stuff. I caught Patrick up on my search for the commercial. It wasn't online, Shakey's didn't have a copy, and neither did the television station it supposedly aired on. His best guess was that somebody might have taped it. There are people out there who uh, would just tape 
hours and hours and hours of television, somebody like me, who's a weirdo, is like, which VHS is not available on DVD? Okay, don't get rid of this VHS. Keep this VHS. But most people take their entire VHS collection and just drop it at Goodwill. But as we get farther and farther from that bygone era when people would blind record daytime TV on their VCRs just because... And as people like Patrick, who might be interested in that stuff, grow rarer and rarer, the chances there's an unmarked VHS recording of the last Mojo commercial at a thrift store somewhere, always a very slim needle in a haystack chance, gets slimmer and slimmer. Do you feel like it's possible that there are copies of this commercial out there? Um, I, I don't know. It's, it seems less and less likely these days, unfortunately. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. There's a chance. I'm just saying don't... Uh... What would you do? So my first thought would be the producers of the commercial would be more likely to have a copy of it than Shakey's themselves. Yeah. Shakey. Never say never. You know? <laughs> yes. Richard, it's Kenneth Gow. You reached out regarding Shakey's. Yeah, thank you for getting back to me. So, I tracked down the CEO of the ad agency I suspected had produced the commercial back in the day. How did you get my name, by the way? I think that I found an article, maybe an ad week or something, talking about Shakey's kind of moving into the Latino market. Yeah, yeah. All right, I am on the hunt for a long-lost Shakey's commercial from the 1990s. It's about a little boy who saves... Yeah, yeah, yeah. he saves lost Mojo. You know the commercial? Kenneth knows the commercial because Shakey's contracted his agency to produce it back in the 90s. It was at a time when American companies were just starting to advertise on Spanish language TV, he says. There weren't a lot of companies buying Spanish TV, so for not a lot of money, you could buy a lot of spots. And thus, the last mojo became virtually inescapable. If you watch Spanish TV, you probably saw that spot dozens of times. And then that tagline. He says, Abuelita. Abuelita, Abuelita. Te guardé la última papa mojo. Ah, gracias, mijo. Oh. It's sticky and it gets in your head and it might have the same resonance as maybe like the in-out jingle, if you will, for Hispanics that grew up with it. Hmm, right. I want to try to find a copy of this. In, in terms of that, the actual... Uh, Forcing that, boy, I don't believe I would have that in my possession. Shoot. Um, I mean, is there anybody else from the agency from back then, maybe a production company that was involved, who might? If, if there's one person in the world that might be able to locate that spot, um... Alan Stam, S-T-A-M-M. This is Alan. Alan Stam? Yes. Hi, my name's Richard Parks. I'm a reporter, and I'm looking for a Shakey's commercial from the 1990s that played on Spanish-language television. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wish I had it. My goodness. Which one was it? The family in the restaurant? I think it was called The Last Mojo. Yeah, my gosh almighty. The only guy that I know that may 
have it is a guy named Ken Gal. Yeah, I don't. He, I, he, I know he's still in L.A. He gave me your name. Oh, he did. Oh, isn't that funny? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, funny, like a dead end. There's a term in filmmaking for the type of project that might be low budget, but has good creative value, so you do it anyway. You say it's good for the real, for your portfolio. To be honest, um, although the spot had great, you know, resonance all that, wouldn't be a spot that I would have used in terms of the ABC reel. Hmm. You know, it wasn't like it was a $2 million car commercial that they would have put on their demo reel or something, you know? Yeah. From the trash heap of cultural marginalia, what gets saved and why? Southern California. In an interview in a 1996 issue of Tiger Beat magazine, Brad Pitt, then a young actor, says Shakey's is his favorite meal. This was around the same time The Last Mojo was playing on local TV, and also Jack Steffen, driving his pea green van around town, hearing his name mispronounced. In a scene from the 2019 Quentin Tarantino movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt's character drives past Jack Steffen's van on the freeway. It isn't made a big deal of, it's just there. But I know somebody put it there. Does that make you care more about Jack Steffen? About the last mojo? I had to escalate things, and I realized that the only stone left unturned was Shakey's itself. I had to proceed carefully. Third, I'm a journalist. I have a food. Uh, can I give you any information about anything, sir? Uh, do you remember uh, the Shakey's commercial? I uh, cannot give you any information about anything, sir. Oh, perhaps Shakey's was intentionally suppressing the last mojo. All right, I'm in the car on my way to the nearest Shakey's. See what we can find out there. Hi, excuse me. Are you coming out of that Shakey's? Yeah. Were you around in LA in the 90s? I was, I don't remember a commercial though. Do you know the little boy who gave the Papa Mojo to his grandmother? Nope, not at all. I do not remember that. Unfortunately, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't know. Oh man, I, I'm just trying to figure out what to do to try to find this, you know? Yeah. It's a Shakey's Podcast Mystery. Something just didn't feel right. I had a hunch Shakey's had a commercial somewhere in its archives, and I intended to find it. And I had another hunch that the way to it was straight through the front door. So, I approached Shakey's formally as a member of the press, saying I wanted to interview a long-standing member of the corporate office about the company's history. They said yes. Little did they know, I'd use my interview as an opportunity to ferret out clues about the location of the master copy of The Last Mojo, surely stored somewhere deep within the company's vaults. We're making a food podcast. Okay, I am now recording. The first thing to do when sitting down for a high-stakes interview like this is put your subject at ease. Does it look like it's working? You've used the app before and stuff? Yes. Then sprinkle in a little extra charm. Did you happen to turn your phone to airplane mode or the equivalent? I did. And start him off with a softball question. Could you just introduce yourself by name and tell me what you do? Sure. My name is Cindy Stotts, and I'm the vice president of marketing for Shakey's USA. Then go in for the kill. What I'm really after here is uh, this commercial where there's this little boy who saves the last Papa Mojo for his abuelita. Yep. 
I abs- I was absolutely there, and I we do have the commercial in storage. I was not a- able to to get it, but so you have the commercial. <gasps> what? This is a prepaid collect call from an inmate. Call. Anyways. <laughs> Well, it's in storage. It's it's a uh, it's something I could get, I think. But I'll just make sure it's there. But it's that's got to be where it is. Yeah, give me a couple days and let me see what I can find out. Great, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, a couple days, like a dead end. September 25th. Cindy, thanks so much for your time the other day. I'd love to set a call for sometime next week to follow up on the whereabouts of the commercial itself. September 30th. Hello, Cindy. Has there been any movement on the search for the commercial? October 2nd. Hi, Cindy. I know how busy you are. I hope this will be the best podcast episode ever! Exclamation point. November 10th. Cindy, I'd love to move forward with this episode, and I know it would bring people so much joy to hear slash see it. Double exclamation point. November 29th. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Are you free tomorrow for a call? November 30th. Hi, Cindy. 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 December 7th. Cindy. At this point, I have to consider how to finish this piece without finding the commercial. Double exclamation point. (laughs) It seemed that all along, every time I got close to the last mojo, it would slip out of reach, like the most slippery textured slice of fried potato imaginable. As I gazed up at my master's degree diploma from podcasting you, I realized this story was missing an ending. But then, weren't stories like this supposed to be stretched into 10-part series? They are more profitable than one-offs. Why do stories have to have such tidy endings anyway? Podcasts, movies, long-lost TV commercials? All narrative is manipulation, and all narratives can be used to manipulate. What if the familiar tropes of prestige nonfiction podcasting were really just symptoms of late-period American capitalism? By rejecting a conventional ending for this episode, I could make a clear statement against the money-mad interests that for too long have steered the course of culture itself. As Albert Camus once said, I rebel, therefore I exist. But then one day... Alright, I'm on a walk and I just checked my email and I got the commercial. Woo! <laughs> Super exciting. I can't wait to play this for Fernando. I danced my little prestige narrative nonfiction food podcasting jig all the way home. Hello? Fernando. Yes. Dude, I found it. What'd you find? I guess I had neglected to mention to Fernando that I dedicated more than half a year of my life to obsessively searching for an obscure television commercial he had mentioned to me offhandedly more than six months ago. <laughs> I found the last mojo. <laughs> I found it! <laughs> 
How'd you find it? Dude, okay. I regaled Fernando with some of the highlights, and they remembered it the same way, too. It's an iconic commercial, dude. Jack Stefan. Stefan. Jack Stefan. <laughs> Instead of asking Shakey's, you should ask the people who produced it. Oh. No one wanted to talk to me. Seems like a conspiracy. If you don't hear from me, you know, follow up on Monday. That was back in September, and I've been following... <laughs> it has been quite a journey. So look, I have something for you. All right, let, let's do it. I, I can't wait. Are you nervous? Strangely. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost afraid that it won't be as impactful as I remember it. Because in, in my mind, it's like it was so like perfect, right? But I gracias. And I'm afraid that I got something wrong too. <laughs> what if she said something completely different? And maybe that's why I haven't been able to find it. But also like, I feel like uh, I'm nervous for you. Like <laughs> you took all this time to find it. Does that feel weird? No, no, I, I appreciate it. I really like it. That's what I like about podcasts in general. Yeah. I've been listening a lot to, like, for example, uh, and he does a lot of stuff like that, too. This is going to be better than that. <laughs> I just really want to hear it. Okay. Um, let's see what you think. All right, let's, let's find this thing. All right, ready? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to turn, turn the volume up so you can hear me. Una de mis satisfacciones más grandes es traer a toda mi familia Shakey's. Abuelita, te guardé última papa mollo. Ay, gracias. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, man. It actually is funnier, like, as funny as I remember it. So does it stand the test of time? I think it does. I think, well, it's, it's, it is how I remember it. I think it was also one of our first experiences seeing people who look a little more like us on, on TV like that, on commercials. And... <laughs> one thing that always tripped me out was the kid's accent because I couldn't figure out like where was he from because hmm. he says it funny. Yeah. Do you think this commercial would speak to you if you saw it for the first time today? I don't think so, no. It's the overt, in-your-face marketing. Like, it's not, there's nothing natural about it. I mean, how does all that make you feel? Should it be that special because it's, it's marketing, because it's, it's this thing that's trying to sell us something, but... At the time, it, it reached me, and, and I think that one of the reasons why we love it so much is because it was so overtly cheesy. Like, it's just so, I don't know. It's just, it almost took it personal, like like a piece of myself was lost. It's not just a commercial, right? It's all the memories that I had with it, of me, with my family, eating together. So even though the commercial itself is a stand-up, me watching a stand-up, this commercial tastes like my childhood. <laughs> and now, Vavoom to the moon! <laughs> It's so beautiful! He's flying! It's Richard's famous food podcast! So, are you gonna post it to your Instagram?
Oh yeah, definitely. I gotta post it. It's gonna get a lot of likes. I, yeah, I hope so. Do you think it could go viral? I, I hope so, man. 